Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your weekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. My name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me, as always, is Jeremy Bradditch. Hello. I'm going to turn on my light. You take it from <laughs> Hello, here, Kerry. Oh, wait, wait, whoa. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it's it's the it's the evening. It's it is dusk, or it's about to be dusk. Dusk is a weird time, you know. Like I can tell you when dawn is. I think dusk is really hard to to like nail down. Yeah, I think because dawn is like a thing that's like happening, like you can see it happen, but dusk is like you you have to you have to time it, right? You have to like you got to you got to get there before it ends because once, you know, like when when dawn ends, it's like, "Oh yeah, I've been watching dawn this whole time." But when dusk and ends, it's like, "Oh fuck, it's night." Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean, even although that doesn't make any sense when I think not, about it. Not at all. <laughs> Not at fucking all. <laughs> uh, bloody hell, Jeremy. What a week. What a week. It, it's almost like we're at the end of the year and that's when things happen in video games. Right? They they, they did a Halo. They, they did a Halo. They did a surprise Halo. Battlefield's been out for an extra week. Forza's already been out. Uh, I've been playing Demon's Souls, but that has nothing to do with this this part of the year. Um, yeah, we'll get there on that. But, like, yeah, it's been a... It's been a it's been a week full of news. It's been a day full of news. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It has been a very very newsworthy day. Uh, I you were sort of alluding to a bunch of this, like, and I was telling you how I just haven't even like looked at Twitter or or any news sites. What are you what are you alluding to? Uh, so uh, stuff came out about Streamlabs, which sort of shows them off to be a pretty shitty company taking advantage of the open source like mantra. Um, and uh, another piece about um, Bobby Kotick and Activ- Activision Blizzard came out today from the Wall Street Journal, um, which is a very it's it's very good reporting. Um, I was going to okay. say it's a good it's a good read, but it's like it's it's a it's a it's you know it's awful stuff. It's actually um, harrowing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, turns out Bobby Kotick knew about a lot of this stuff directly. Um, a lot of the harassment and uh, like the misogyny that was happening throughout Activision Blizzard. Uh, he threatened to like he threatened to kill one of his assistants or something, um, <laughs> and uh, there's a good chance within the next 48 hours he might step down. Um, it's it's like a, it's really damning. Um, and I'm uh, you know it, it also worth pointing out that uh, he's not stepping down because of any of these allegations. He's stepping down probably because uh, share prices are dropping. Um, so this has nothing to do with any sort of saving face or anything this is purely a financial decision um mm. fuck, fuck bobby kotick um polygon put out a great article titled bobby kotick needs to resign um mm-hmm. uh written by chris plant and like the polygon editorial team it's it's very good it's good reporting um yep. and on top of that but okay I'm, I'm on top of that not as in any way related um the other piece of news that came out today was the uh, the TGAs, the Game Awards, um, oh, yeah, nominee- the nominee announcements. Yeah, the nominee announcements got announced today. Um, it's pretty fucking milk toast, like nominees <laughs> for everything. These uh, are the expensive games that came out this year. It's it's literally that. It's like anything, like and even stuff like even in the indie space, right? It's like you know nothing that isn't basically Devolver or Fury or um, Annapurna, and like look, they show off good stuff, but there's more to games than just those. Um, especially and it's been in, such a year for indies, right? Yeah, I mean, like honestly, like every year is for indies, but also like it, there are there are more avenues to look. You know, like 
Jeff Keighley open itch.io challenge. Um, it's, there are places that he can look to find more things. And look, I get that nominees are mostly members of like the, the media at large. Um, and it's all, it's all based on what they play. And so when it, it's hard, when there are so many games coming out, you can only play what you feel like are the ones that you need to play. And so stuff mm-hmm. can fall through the cracks, but also like, you know, 12 minutes got nominated for indie of the year. And so it's like, it's all out the window. Yeah. Um it's it's like it's not good. Genesis Noir didn't even get nominated for like best art direction, right? And that was like maybe the best looking game that came out this year. Um there's like there's a lot of missed opportunities there. I don't know, man. TGA is one big fucking ad anyway. Yeah, I saw some people talking today and just being like, "Oh, we should probably treat this as like just E3 2 and not worry about the awards." <laughs> Like, honestly, like, e- E3, while it's an ad, is still enjoyable to an extent. Um, and, like, I still enjoy watching the Game Awards, but it's, like, sometimes they do the awards behind the commercial break. And yeah. I'm like, then what like the fuck the are we doing show. here? Yeah, and it's like, then what are we doing here? Um, totally. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, busy that's day. There's the rundown. Uh, I delivered the news. <laughs> yeah, you did. You, you finally delivered the news, Jeremy. Well done. Uh, Dom would be proud of you. Uh, if you didn't know, everyone Magic? who's listening, this is the Minimap Cast. We, he- we come here to talk about video games. Uh, if you hadn't got that message already, that's what all of that last five minutes was. Uh, if you like this, if you want to listen to more of this, you can find all of our previous episodes of the Minimap Cast on whatever podcast service you want to listen to us on, as well as minimap.com.au. Uh, you can find our other podcasts there as well, such as the Game Club, Game Spoilers Podcast, which is our game club. And uh, The Pecking Order, which is our Kissability Pop Culture Ranking Podcast. Uh, I've been told that I don't need to say Pop Culture Kissability Ranking. I don't need to say it's a ranking podcast. It's a Pop Culture Kissability Podcast. But I don't know. That's, I feel... Yeah, that's, that's, not, that's not incorrect. I feel like... Not, neither of them are wrong. Yeah. I, I want to I say ranking because like, otherwise I feel like you don't always get that it's going to be... like a, The big part of why it's called the pecking order is because it's about pecking, kissing, but also it is literally... We are there to rank them is a big part of the thesis of the podcast, you know? Yeah. I don't know. If you have I, any thoughts I, about the I name of you. the pecking order, you can, you can let us know on Twitter. Um, uh, Giant Bomb have a show called Ranking of Fighters. Which is very good because it's like rank, King, of, King fighters. of Fighters. Yeah, yeah. Um, where they just rank every fighting game, um, and so it's like, you know, if it's in the name, like, do you like, do you need to do it? I guess. Yeah, it's. But it's also, like, but also, we say the word podcast so many times, even when describing something that is called podcast. So, like, imagine if yeah. movies had the word movie at the end of it. <laughs> Spider Man movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like. Like, yeah, like you know, there are a few, like the Simpsons movie, but that's because it's not, like, you don't always know it's a movie. Yeah. You know, what if it was, like, Fight Club the movie? <laughs> <laughs> and it's the only it's the only version of that media is the movie. Yeah, which is, like, not true also because that's a book and also a comic. Oh, um, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I realized after I said Fight Club, I was like, wait, that's, like, a bad example. <laughs> Knives Out the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not the uh, not the mentality, just the movie. Yes, <laughs> not to be confused with knives out the mentality. You're right, Curry. Uh, uh, if you wanted to support us, you can go to Patreon.com/slash MiniMapAU if you wanted to support us monetarily, or you can rate us. And positively why wouldn't on- you? And why wouldn't you? With why like- wouldn't you? After this sterling five star content, 
I, uh, I'll tell you <laughs> so what, we've this- both been at work for like the past like eight hours and it's like, <laughs> like we've both just stopped working. <laughs> you, you've sent me a message before. It was like, oh, I'm nearly home. And you took like more than twice or was it twice as long to get home than usual because of train delays and stuff? L- little like, under twice. And I was like, you're like, oh, it should be good to go to by this time. I was like, okay. And you said, are you ready? And I sent a gif of... of of a uh, who is that? Is that Goofy? Do- Donald no. Duck. Donald, is that thank you. Goofy? Are you? I know. Fucking <laughs> I was just trying to stop what? saying Daffy. I'm like, who's Daffy? Daffy would be more correct than Goofy the Duck. As Goofy, is Goofy or Donald? Anyway, it's, it's Donald sitting there with bleary eyes because I, uh, I, I, I feel like I'm only half conscious. So anyway. Mm. Time to record a podcast. Uh, we also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. Uh, that's from their YouTube channel. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. I uh, listened to the video that our song that we use um, is on the other day because I haven't listened to it in a while. Yeah. It's so good. It's great, isn't it? I did that. I remember so I did that three or four months ago, and yeah, it's yeah. really nice. And with that drone shot or tripod, that, that like city shot at the start as well. Yeah, no, it's really nice. Uh, yeah, Jeremy, what the bloody hell are we going to start with? Uh, let, let's let's start with release order. I think Demon Souls. <laughs> <laughs> I said that, and then I saw Demon Souls, and I'm like, oh, that would be funny. I'm glad you picked up on that. Um, Go I think on. we should start with release order, but we can also... Let me just get Demon Souls out of the way briefly. Yeah. Because it's not going to be relevant to the rest of everything. Whereas all of these, I think, c- kind of tie into themselves after Demon's they, Souls. They, they definitely do. This will be one long conversation we might want to split up a little bit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. So, uh, I have been playing Demon Souls. Um, after finishing Demon's- Bug Snacks, I'm like, what other stuff do I want to clear through on my PS5 back catalogue? Um, it's a Souls game. I... The, the biggest difference with this Souls game for me playing it is that I'm playing it on my own. I'm not streaming it. I'm not opposed to streaming it, but I'm, it's just kind of something I'm putting on to play when I'm sitting on the couch. And what that means is I'm much, much, much more inclined to just put the controller down and walk away when I get frustrated, uh, which is interesting because I hadn't realized, pardon me, I hadn't realized that when I sit down to stream Dark Souls, I've committed myself to, I, I want to stream for X number of hours, right? And that kind of means that I push through the BS in Dark Souls, like I've or I've committed to a certain amount of time, so it doesn't matter how frustrated I get, I'm just going to keep going. Uh, but this, I don't have that, right? I don't have a very, very, very small audience keeping me accountable. It's just me sitting there. Sam's doing their own thing. I'm like, fuck the Tower Knight. This sucks. <laughs> Wouldn't a small audience that keeps you along be lovely? Yeah, I, I <laughs> usually my small audience is Sam. Yeah. <laughs> uh. You know, like so, Tower Knight. It was more that, and I was telling you this at the time. So I have, I didn't get very far when I started originally, but I, I kept going from there. So I kept, I was, I started from Phalanx, which is the first boss um, that I just defeated like a year ago when I last played that game. Went from there, running across this dragon fire bridge, bit of a gauntlet to run through. You got to not get burned by the dragon, and then there's enemies along the way, and then when you get to the end of this big gauntlet, there's a boss fight with a really, 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 really big knight called the Tower Knight. Can you figure out why? And I was just finding that the the gauntlet run up to Tower Knight was killing me enough times that it was getting pretty frustrating. And when it wasn't killing me, it was still like a 10-minute lead up to Tower Knight. And so I was like, oh, I got Tower Knight half health. That's great. I really want to learn this fight, but I died. 
and now I got to run all the way back again. I, I got over that bit. Um, that said, I did beat Tower Knight in the end. I don't really know how you meant to beat it with like sword and shield, like because I know you take out you take out his Achilles and then he falls over. Yeah. But then what? You just meant to hit his helmet. Does his helmet break? No, but his helmet does a whole lot of damage. Oh, you see, when I was using, I guess my sword wasn't strong enough for that. It wasn't doing that much more damage. It was doing right. a little bit, but not that much more. Anyway, I just hurled magic at Tower Knight and then he melted. Um, so that was fun. And then getting into the mines has been fun. And there are a couple of times where I'm playing and just talking and, <laughs> and I'm just, Sam's on their phone and I'm walking, I'm just running around and killing enemies and I'm, I'm in a mine. And I just say to say to myself slash them, and they call it a mine. <laughs> And then I go along my merry way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the whole reason I'm bringing it up, though, is because I think this is the best looking game I've seen. Full stop. Maybe. Yeah. It's it's really fucking up there. It's so it's really up there. It, it's jaw dropping constantly. I, one of the parts that was getting me through the the gauntlet bridge where I had to run and dodge the fire from the dragon every time is every time I got to watch the absolutely gorgeous fire effects on the bridge. Just yeah. stunning. I it's Ooh, just you wait. <laughs> like it's so interesting. And I was I was saying this to you on Discord. I was saying because the world is kind of so drab, you know, cobblestones and and mist and fog and castles, those those bursts of fire and the particles and the glowing spirits and and as things get a bit more magical as you go further and further into areas, those accents become really striking, I think. They're they're mm. um where as opposed to something like Ratchet, where that game is 100% stylized to the point where it, 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 you kind of, there's no, there's kind of no distinction at a certain point. It's just kind of all gorgeous and all beautiful and all bright and all vibrant and all, oh my goodness. It kind of almost similar with Returnal in another way where it's like everything has a particle effect. You know, the tentacles on the enemies is a particle effect. The the guns have particle effects. It's particles, particles, particles. Um, but the, the, the accented beauty of demon souls effect work is it's 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 the best video game i've seen it's the it's the it's the best looking video game experience i've ever experienced um to this day one year after that's the other thing that we've we're, we're a year after the consoles launched um as of this week um i'd say it's still hands down the best looking game on the new systems jeremy it's- how would you compare the art execution and fidelity to Forza Horizon 5? Uh, that's a really good question. Um, Our next game on the list in release order. Yeah. Um, look, the, the I, I think it's really fucking close. Um, it's, it's, it's difficult because they, they're going for different things. Um, yeah. Where like Forza doesn't have as much technical art. That's maybe a bit derivative, but like, I mean, as in it doesn't have, it doesn't have the contrasting you know insanely bright and colorful particle effects it doesn't have um you know uh, fantastical landscapes that could never exist in real life forza is going for you know like a real life recreation of you know whatever location it's set in currently mexico um it's fucking close um i i don't actually have an answer um i think because they are just going yeah, like they are both top of their game um, in terms of like creating a, a, a world that just looks real. 
Um, I'd say that's a great compliment to both games as well to say that they're they're right up there with each other. Yeah, absolutely. Like specific, like and Forza, uh, you know, coming out what like two years after their previous one. um, Specifically, the Horizon series coming out two years after their previous one, um, and just like just like just nailing it. Like the 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 level of detail that they've managed to to throw into Forza Horizon Five is 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 mind boggling as well as making it just like one of the best racing games I've ever played. Um, mm. And you played like, four too. I, I've, I've played four. I didn't, I didn't get as much into four as I am in five. Um, I think because five is a nicer area to be set in than four. Um, four was set in like countryside, great, uh, like Britain, great Britain, England. Yeah. Like I, th- I think it's, I think it's England specifically. Um, meadows, countrysides, cobblestone walls, fences, you know all that stuff, right? And it looks it looks incredible, um, especially at night in that game. But this one is like, you've got this bright, this bright bright sky. You've got the the Mexican desert with cactus and shrubs and stuff, and then it will go into fields um, of like uh, fields of crops, and then it will go into like a a jungle type um, area as well, um, with the addition of smaller town cities um one fairly well built up city um and the beach so there's a lot of variety um throwing all of that into the world that you can drive around in and then throwing in you know things like a volcanic mountain which isn't like it's not like lava volcanic but it's like a like a volcano um and like stuff like weather effects a gigantic sandstorm um, it's just, it's just like impeccable. Um, I'm having so, so much fun in it. I, I haven't connected with a car game like this probably since ever, since maybe like Burnout 3. Burnout 3? Um, Not even yeah, Paradise? Right. I, I didn't play Paradise until way later. Um, oh, okay. So okay, like, yeah, enough. like I, I, I did, I did miss, the, I did miss that boat, I feel. Um, cause I've gone back since and I like, I think I just, I just didn't connect with it at the time. Paradise um, didn't grab me at the time, so I know what you mean. Right. Um, yeah, it's 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 nuts. Um, it it looks incredible, and like the 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 driving is really good. Um, the driver tars are like still quite good as well. Um, like you you don't like you know I don't ever feel like I'm racing against other people because they're not that erratic, but like they are they are there to challenge me and make me a better driver in these games, which is which is a good fun. Um, however, that's not the thing that's been grabbing me the most in this game. Um, what has been grabbing me the most is the auction house slash the car store in this game. Oh, this sounds bad. No, no, it's great. It's good. It's very good. So you can have cars in this game and you can, you know, tune them up and, you know, put decals on them and stuff. And then you can sell them on the auction house and people can bid on your cars or buy them outright. I have a bunch of cars. In this game, I have many cars. Uh, when going through the auction house, I have bought many a car, none of them good, intentionally. <laughs> because there are some good cars on the auction house that I cannot afford. There are good cars in the in the car sale area that I also cannot afford. But there are other cars which are bad, which I can afford. Those cars are cars like the Mystery Machine from Scooby-Doo. Oh. A Domino's delivery car. Oh. A DHL van. <laughs> uh, 
uh, a Jurassic Park Jeep. Uh, these are Herbie the Love Bug. Really? None of these are real. These are all community made. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, that makes yeah. so much more sense. Yes, 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 yes. Um, a big, big truck that is painted like a school bus. Um, we have here, let me let me just quickly bring up this photo, which I took uh, just prior to the beginning of us recording. Um, a car that looks like a burger, like a, a, a Volkswagen Beetle that looks like a burger. Mm-hmm. A, Volton, a Volkswagen Beetle that looks like it is covered in rust, which I love. Um, they did a really good job at capturing that. Um, good material detail and, and really surface good detail. Really good stuff. Uh, a, uh, what is it? A, a Volkswagen uh, like bus van thing that looks like Bullet Bill. <laughs> a Volkswagen bus thing that has a family guy all over it. <laughs> a Volkswagen busting that has hippie like peace signs all over it and flowers. A Volkswagen busting that has SpongeBob all over it, and one that has also been made to look like Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh, someone made the someone made a truck that made it look like the uh, RV from Breaking Bad. Oh, that's fun. There's a lot. There's a lot here. Um, and there is always going to be more. And I am having the best time finding the most obscure vehicles um, that people have been making on the marketplace and just jumping in them and driving around this incredibly oh, realized like a map of, of Mexico inside like a real piece of shit. Um, it's, it is so fun. Uh, like that stuff is, is really, really good. And cause you can do basically anything in this game and the number will go up. Your currency will go up. You can just drive and not do any races for ages and you will get like a bunch of currency by the end of your play session, um, which is great. It has been, it has been really fun. Um, I've also been playing it. So I've been playing it on my Xbox series X, which looks incredible on, on, on my nice telly. Um, but what I've also been doing is I loaded up the Xbox app the other day because I wanted to see what was around on Game Pass. On and your I computer? Saw the- yes, yes, on my computer. And there was a little button in the top right-hand side of the app which said, like, which had, like, a it, a it had a picture of an Xbox One in it with, like, a little, like, a ring around it. Yeah, and I, thought, it just it, I like, thought they were, like, hands holding each other. Yeah, I think it's just, like, a, like, hey, it's connected sort of thing, like, like a Wi-Fi symbol. Um, and it just said, like, console in standby mode. And I was like, oh, yeah, right, you can stream Xbox games to your PC. And I've been playing a ton of it on that. Really? And the latency is, like, like, like we have pretty decent, like, Wi-Fi at home, like, some, some, some good Wi-Fi access points. But the latency was like invisible on the home network. Um, it was a, not a 1080p connection. I want to say it's probably 720. Mm-hmm. Um, 60 FPS and no issues whatsoever. Just perfect playing mm-hmm. capability, um, which is great because like I wanted to play it while I was at my desk the other day because I didn't want to like I didn't want to sit on the couch because I had to do some other stuff on my computer at the same time. And I was like, I don't have to download the game again on my PC because yeah, like it's like. 50, 17 gigabytes. I don't think it's that much, but it's like it's like 105 or something. It's a lot. Yeah, no, it's, it is, it's, yeah. O- it's over 100. Um, yeah. And it's like, I don't have to. Sure, it doesn't look as good if it was running on my PC, but I didn't have to download it. <laughs> it was it was outstanding. It was incredible. Um, can't believe how well that works. Um, I don't know. I've been having a fucking blast in this game. I, th- I think this game is really good. Um, Great. They, like, I, I, I made a character. Um, they asked me my pronouns immediately. And then asked me if I wanted to 
like if I had any like prosthetic limbs or anything. Um, That's great. So, so I, I, I gave my character a, a prosthetic arm. Um, and when I go into first person, like I can see that arm on the wheel. Um, and then the scary part was, is it pulled my name um, out of my Xbox account. Oh, and just, and just immediately started saying the words Jeremy with a voice acting. And I was like, yeah. And so I immediately changed that. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> it yeah. just jarred too much. It was it was too real too quickly, so uh, I I told him to call me Spud. 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 Did they have the voice line for that? Yeah. So like I looked through the nicknames. Um, there's like a separate area where you can like like my name's still Jeremy in the game, but like I I looked through all the nicknames that were there and a uh, couple of great ones, like some really good ones. Um, but like I thought Spud was the funniest one to be called a bunch. I have like to hey see there Spud. List of names in Forza Horizon Five. Forza 5, this is screen rant. Forza Horizon 5 knows players' names and it's creeping everyone out. It, it's so <laughs> weird. It was so strange. Um, How to change your name. I just want to know. I just want to know if my name's in there. Oh. Well, I, I, I did download the game, so I was, I was going to point this out, but uh, Ollie's been playing the game as well. Our good mm. friend Ollie. And he said, Kerry, I have a request of you. Uh, maybe this could be a uh, like a thing for later but I would like you to please download and play just the tiniest bit of Forza Horizon so that I can pretend to be racing both you and Jeremy. Yes. Um, it, it has been very funny racing Ollie, a couple other people I know on Xbox, and then a bunch of people that I haven't thought about in like 10 years since I fucking played Halo 3 custom games, right? Yep. Like just the strangest group of people that I am still friends with on that platform. Like someone who works at Marvel, I've got on like on Xbox. Oh, yeah, that's right. And like I see every now and then, like oh, like hey, like Agent M is playing. And I'm like, I know, I know Agent M. Um, like not personally, I've never spoken to him, but like I don't know. It's just like it's just very strange. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I for me, it's a, it's like oh, I remember when I added you. Uh, this is on PlayStation. I was like oh, I added you to do the Vault of Glass raid when Destiny came out originally. We played two games together once. Yeah, and here we are, seven mm-hmm. years later. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's it's really good. I highly recommend it. Awesome. Uh, you posted a clip on Twitter of you just, <laughs> it was this, oh. you were in some tricked out car. Um, it's a, uh, fuck, what is it? It's it's a McLaren. Right, okay. And and you're, you're, race, you're, you're, in, you're in just like a normal race, but the whatever race you're in, like, it just meant that, like, <laughs> that you know, you've got the guide arrows going along the ground and it was never not blue. It was never not, like, Never did it yeah, tell you to break. You would just oh, keep accelerating. There was there was a really long stretch of about forty seconds where there was no turns, um, or like the turns were not enough that I needed to ever slow down. And so yeah, like I just, just bends. I gunned it, and I was going three hundred and forty kilometers an hour for like twenty five to thirty seconds of that clip, and like on the TV, it was like I like. It's it's the it's the Stargate sequence at the end of two thousand and one. Like I'm just I'm going through space. Lights are flashing past me. Like I'm I'm seeing into the next dimension. Like yeah, you, you the, saw time. The, the the next stage of life is is being born in front of me. Um, what what I cut out of that clip was when the turn came up and I just completely fucked it. Like <laughs> I I went to turn and I went so far off the fucking track and I was spinning and crashing and like it was it was fucked. Um, it's a massacre. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so bad. Um, 
But I, I remember like that happening and like I sat there and like my eyes like lost focus a little bit while it happened. Um, and by the time I saw the turn, I was like, oh no, it was, it, it's great. <laughs> uh, so the, the next thing in release order. Well, do we want to have the break now? Talk about the shooters and then call it. Maybe. Maybe because yeah. it is it, it like they do lead into each other very yeah directly. But I think that's a good point. Okay, everyone, it's a it's an early break. It's a half hour break. Stretch, stand up, get yourself a, a tea. You're probably like in the on the train or in the car or something. Don't get out of the car like for us because we're on a break. We'll be back in. I, I mean, oh my, I, we're gonna go on a break and then we'll come back and talk about more things. Okay, everybody, ready? We'll be right back. Was that like a like a real one? It's always a real one, Jeremy. <laughs> really? It's always a real one. Oh dear. Welcome back to the Minimap Cast. Uh, uh, something, something. It's 2011 again, and there's... A new Halo. Did a Halo come out in 2011? Yeah, Rich did. Yes. It's 2011 again, and a new Halo and Battlefield have come out at the same time. Did they come out at the same time in 2011? Reach and Battlefield 3? I don't remember. Um, when did Reach come out? Because I know when Battlefield came out. That was 11. Yeah, what side of the year? Uh, was it late? S- second half. Okay. So it was Halo, close. Halo it, it, comes out like a September sort of thing. Okay. And Battlefield was like in November. Anyway. Yeah. We're going to talk about Battlefield and Halo. Uh, uh, sorry, really quick though. Can I give you maybe a better analogy? Sure. It's 2002. Oh. There's a Halo, I'm assuming. I think Halo 2 one, is there. There's one Halo. Yeah. Uh, there's a Battlefield, probably. Yeah, there's one Battlefield. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, Norman Osborn in a... No, Dr. Octopus in a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. That was, that was probably a Matrix that came out around then. Uh, probably. Yep. Uh, and there's a Star Wars featuring uh, Ewan McGregor. Uh-huh. The second um, one. Yeah. Uh, and that's also now. What? What? Are all of those... What do, you, what do you mean? All those things are happening now too. A Star Wars feature movie starring Ewan McGregor? No, I didn't say movie. A Star Wars featuring is what I said. Oh, okay. There's the, the, the Kenobi show. Wow, that's a lot of things that all come together. Yeah. It's almost like there's no endings under capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> what if we say that for... We said that last week for something. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember at this point. Might have been Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, so let's talk about Battlefield, the next game in release order on our list of games that we've been playing. Uh, I just, got to play, pardon? Just, just release order. <laughs> yes. Like, like days apart. Uh, so Battlefield isn't officially out yet. It comes out on the 19th, but it's out a, a week early for EA Play members. And when you have Xbox Game Pass, you get EA Play. So I've had access to the 10-hour trial version of Battlefield 2042. I've played. I've only played about three hours so far over the weekend, but enough to give you my first impressions as a, a Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4, uh, not diehard, but enthusiast, I guess I would say. Tragic. Uh, yeah, I could be a tragic. Yeah. It was uh, I, when I got Battle... I love Battlefield 3, and then when I got Battlefield 4, my old computer at the time couldn't hack it, 
and I played a dozen or two or three dozen hours on it anyway. It was miserable. And then when I upgraded my computer a year later, the first thing I tried was Battlefield 4. I was like, ah, oh, it doesn't run like shit. It's amazing. <laughs> I actually looked at overclocking my... Anyway, so Battlefield 2042 has come out, right? Now, we had a discussion about a month ago when the beta came out uh, and we were talking about the future of Battlefield and what it means for the landscape. In st- in, and I was worried uh, after the beta. I did not feel very positively about the game's uh, structure and the gameplay feel and the UI. And there were a bunch of issues I had when playing the beta. Um, it feels tighter. It feels more together. It feels much better than I thought it was going to, uh, having played as of playing the beta last month. Um, so they've 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 got it together a bit, which is good. The 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 gunplay feels nicer than I felt it did in the beta, and that was a big problem with what I felt. Like just the just how it felt to shoot a gun and shoot a gun at long distance and shoot a gun at close range. It feels it feels good, cursorily. It it doesn't. I don't know how I feel about it in dozens of hours in the same way I did three and four, where it was like four was like fine, but it felt like I didn't have the same feeling as three. I really enjoyed threes. This, this is in there though. It's, it's in there. It's good. It's decent. And it wasn't in the beta. So like, that's good. The, the foundation is there. Um, I got to play a bunch of different maps. I didn't play the beta map, map again once. And a lot of those new maps are actually really decent. Um, and, uh, an issue I had was some of the interior design, like the like the close quarters, uh, like combat arena design. Uh, that has been greatly uh, my impression of that has greatly improved for the interiors of buildings in other maps as well. So that is also great. It's good things. Uh, there's easier ways to get around in some of the maps than compared to what I was used to in the beta map. So easy to call a vehicle, and or maybe I was just better, like more used to it. Um, but I didn't feel as like left out in the open as I did on Orbital, I think is the beta map, the one with the rocket launch. Um, I think maybe I just don't like that map because um, I, I, I didn't really dislike some of like a lot of the maps that I played otherwise. Um, but this game has this, this, this game is a, is I remember when battlefield four came, it was either when battlefield four came out or after four or slightly before it, but I remember Dice talking, doing an interview and saying, we hear the Battlefield community. We know that people really enjoyed Battlefield 3, Battlefield Bad Company 2. We've gone to the well and looked at the code, played the games, done tests. We've asked play testers and we've asked the community members, what is it about these games that sets it apart from our future entries that you didn't enjoy so much or from their past entries? And they couldn't nail it down. They didn't know what the magic was in those previous games to extract and continue to refine. They were like, they were basically saying, we caught lightning in a bottle and we, we're not quite sure how and we don't know how to do it again. Right. Um, interesting. And I've, I have thought that's interesting because it, it lends to that same thing of like Battlefield 3 and 4 are quite similar in many ways, but for people who've played it a lot, it comes to that gunplay difference of feeling like I was talking about, where it's like it, the foundation is, is different. It's functionally the same, but it, it, it feels different. You start to notice its intricacies and its quirks. This game feels... It feels very unstylized in a way because its, it's, it's style is, oh, near future, right? Where everything, we're getting closer to a, uh, a climate apocalypse, but also 
uh, technology UI and and just technology in general, everything's become lo- a lot more square. Everything's like white squares and and sharp lines and borders and edges and and so the the whole world, like the the design of this futuristic world, is quite sterile in terms of the the building design, the the UI, the just the the shots that you look at when you're loading. So it doesn't leave much of an impression on me. I feel like yeah. it's quite a blank battlefield feeling <laughs> looking at the the new maps and stuff like that and so that's fine right there's the there's battlefield 2042 i haven't gotten to play hazard zone which is their pseudo battle royale pseudo escape from tarkov like um go in extract resources go out come out with your gear and then you can take your gear into the next round if you die you lose it you have to start from scratch um, sure i've heard some people say it's a bit boring and that it doesn't have the same stake as like an escape from tarkov but their third mode is Battlefield Portal. And uh, Portal does a couple of things. It's, it's got some designated modes. And I'll talk about those in a minute. But it also allows players to create custom modes using assets, so many assets, and game rules and tweaks. You know, it's kind of like Forge or, or GTA map making, stuff like that, where you can create your own zombies mode or, or you can do rush maps and you can do a thing where it's like... Uh, Everyone's only got rocket launchers, but you have to jump five times to reload. Like, really silly stuff. Play with the game rules and stuff. And you can use assets from Battlefield 2042, modernized assets from Battlefield 1942, the very first Battlefield game, uh, Battlefield Bad Company 2, and Battlefield 3. And there's two maps that go, come along with each of those old games, so six older maps, and all and not all of the weapons, but a bunch of the weapons have been remodeled, uh, modernized and brought into the engine. Um... But the idea is those maps and those guns and the mechanics, the gadgets for all those games are meant to play the same. So you can go into the official Battlefield 3 Conquest mode in Battlefield Portal and play ostensibly Battlefield 3 in the new engine. And you can also play Battlefield Bad Company 2 like Rush mode, which isn't in the new one. But you could, but Rush is in the old one, so you're playing these these old objective maps and these this this game mode that's been outdated, but people really enjoy. You can go back to the really original first one, and it feels like the first one. People die way faster. The time to kill is the same. The bullet travel, it's it's really bizarre, right? Because it's all on this veneer of it's all inside of Battlefield 2042's new assets and engines. But what that says to me is we couldn't figure out what you guys loved about these so much. Just have mm. them again. Yeah, And when I heard that originally, I was like, that's great. And then when I played it as well, even, I'm like, hey, this this is No Shark Canals. This is Battlefield 3. This is great. I love this. I love Battlefield 3. I'm going to play more Battlefield 3. It's only two maps, but whatever. I'll take what I can get. But I found myself, after very little amount of time, looking at the, the offering of the Battlefield 2042 core game mode and, and thinking to myself, this feels light. It feels... Yeah, right. It feels a little, not empty, but Fake. because, I don't know, there, there, there seems, there is stuff to work towards. You unlock weapon attachments, uh, vehicle customization, stuff like that. There is definitely stuff to work towards there, but there's not that many maps. There's only two modes. There's Conquest and fucking something else that's like Rush, but isn't. Um, it's just like Control Zones. Um, that's it. There's two modes. Two modes on seven maps, and like, that's it. And so it really makes me start, you know, as opposed to like a sort of domination mode, rush, there's no capture the flag kind of thing. 
And a lot of those modes, they sort of dwindle in numbers pretty quickly. But having those options there, there's no deathmatch, there's no close quarters, combat maps only. It's just two modes in the main game. And then you've got yeah. this other third of the of the game, ostensibly. You know, you've got 2042, uh, uh, Hazard Zone, and Portal. And you've, you're looking at Portal, and in there are three other old Battlefield games with their customization systems jammed into the skeleton of 2042, and it doesn't work as well. The, like, the plus system is cumbersome, and it's not easy to use. And then it that means it doesn't translate into the old systems, but you have to use it because it's the only one they've got in this engine Mm. and it all starts to feel a bit like there's not enough of battlefield three's uh charm in here for me to like the battlefield three experience there's not enough of battlefield bad company two's charm in here for me to like the bad company two experience and i feel like time and attention and assets were taken away from the core 2042 experience to make portal decent and i think it is decent but it's not it feels like a distraction in so many ways it feels like a distraction when i when i look at it because it's like i'm not getting progression when i'm in that one because everything's unlocked in those old modes you only get progression in the main game um in terms of like customization options and stuff like that your level goes up but that doesn't mean too much um so it's really weird It's, it's weird how you know them including those old games is theoretically a slam dunk but i look at it and i'm like this is not what I had and nor is it like this isn't as good as what I once had and it meant that what you've tried to bring forward and and present as the next iteration I I, I feel has been less refined and less fleshed out because the team was fragmented into uh, modernizing these older experiences so I'm really torn on it because I think it's I think it's great. It's in there to have the option, but I I just think it's going to be shallow. I think people aren't going to be doing it for too long. Um, which is the kiss of death for a battlefield game. You need a player base. I'm going to say some words. I would like you to. And I and I and I, I'm gonna get your reaction to these words. Now this is this is a little bit underbaked, but it's this is coming off a conversation you and I have been having in private a little bit about about a certain certain franchise is this battlefield game the force awakens Uh of the battlefield franchise maybe where it's sort of rehashing the old stuff because everyone loved the old stuff but and they wanted to get a new one out but they're not quite sure how to make a new one that honors their previous (laughs) that honors their legacy but also brings it forward but also does something new but also not too different yeah maybe maybe right like it's flashy looks nice Staying power, oh. not so much. Yeah, I, I think I think that's a that's a good analogy. This game um is, and you know, Call of Duty diehards would say the same thing, right? Where it's like you you don't get the feel of what makes Call of Duty Vanguard different to Cold War, makes it different to fucking whatever the last one was before that, Black Ops Four, and um, all of that stuff. You don't get the feel of what makes them different. Modern Warfare is the last one um, before that. You don't get the feel of what makes them truly different in their intricacies until you've played a lot of time with them. You've played all the maps a bunch of times. You've played with different weapons. You've played, and it's and it's it's kind of you kind of have to grind a, an accurate interpretation of what it means for the people who really care about it. So I can only say this as like first impressions as someone who has who is familiar with the franchise. But it's um yeah, it's not I, what you're after. No, it is because I still want to get to it. 
I'm I'm honestly annoyed I haven't been able to play as much as I want to. And it has great moments. Um, it's got some balance issues. The vehicles are a bit too overpowered right now. Um, and there are, there are certain issues in terms of, uh, like, whoop, there's the cat. Um, certain issues in terms of uh, map design. Some of the, some of the spawn points are, are too far away or um, hard to get to from other locations or... Uh, and you know, there's a sort of, th there's, there's things that are taken out. Like there's no traditional scoreboard and you can't choose your squads. And so there's a bunch of random hitches and, and like kinks, but they're I've little seen things. some issues with the, with the hit boxes is a thing that I've been, I've been seeing online. Really? That's that interesting. The hit, I the hit boxes are not linked to enemy players positions visually a lot. You know what that sounds like to me? A classic, Dice battlefield launch. Yeah. <laughs> Disastrous yeah, right. net code. You know, people running around corners and then dying two seconds later. Like, um, I'm not entirely surprised to hear it. I don't, I wouldn't say it's particularly egregious, but it's the kind of thing that the, the people who know will definitely notice and harp on once, like, they'll figure that out. I find it very interesting. The last good game I think that they've made, and it took them a while, but the last good game they made that ended well was Battlefront 2. Ah, yes, yes and no. I think, honestly, that one started so poorly, it just doesn't yeah. count. I, like, I I think they put in the time. Yes, and, like, they did create, they, they did flesh out the bones of that to make it something worth picking up. Like, you and I were both working at a game store when um, the, was it The Last Jedi content that came out and that and they brought out a bunch of new heroes and maps and and sort of revitalised the content in it. That and they brought in a bunch of the Clone Wars content as well. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, because of how absolutely disastrous their launch was, like, like nuclear. Yeah, it was atrocious. Yeah. You know, it, that's that's always going to be a black mark on that game's record. Mm. Um, yeah, it's interesting because people played one. People played five, their latest yeah. Battlefield entries, uh, both set World War One and World War Two. Not World War Five, as they'd have you believe, um, and World War V for victory, please. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait until we get to play Battlefield D for defeat. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, like people played them commercially, but yeah, the hardcore didn't stick with it. It didn't have the staying power. You know, they brought out a battle royale and it didn't stick. It just feels like this franchise is in limbo and I'm sad because I, I really love this franchise and the, the things it can do. I was watching, uh, there's a content creator I watch um, called Tio and uh, last week he did a video playing all of the Battlefield, uh, not all of them, he didn't He didn't even play 2142. <laughs> what a noob, right? But, uh, Did he play Hardline? He played Hardline for three minutes and like got kicked. He was like, oh, I'm done with this. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that game on. fucking sucks. Yeah. But it was interesting. It was like, oh, yeah, this is funny because watching Battlefield Bad Company 2 videos was how I originally saw his channel literally 10 years ago was when a friend of mine shared it to me. And I was like, oh, wow, I really like this guy's stuff. I've been watching him ever since. He's a, like, yeah, I really like his stuff. And he put out a Battlefield Moments video uh, and Sam and I watched it over dinner just before. And I was laughing every minute. Every minute there was something great going on. There was crazy antics. There are hovercrafts in that in the game, but the way they work right now, if you ran them into a wall, like there are a few like skyscrapers you can ran them into, and if you finagle it just right, you can get the hovercraft facing up vertically. 
And then because it's the way the hovercraft physics work, I guess, it just drives up fairly slowly, but you can scale an entire skyscraper in this hovercraft. And then because it's a hovercraft, it kind of floats down slowly. <laughs> so you can kind of, once you come up off the top of the edge of the building, you kind of fly for ages. And so that <laughs> they were scaling the entire map in these hovercraft. Like there's so many unique and fun things you could do in this series. And I am excited to sink my teeth in and get a more sophisticated understanding of what makes this game tick. But it's just split and fragmented and doesn't know which way to go. And I, I, and I don't know what to think of it yet because I don't think it knows what to think of itself. Yeah. Right. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. It it do makes me sad down? that it's not a slam dunk. Yeah, right. Do they slow down? What do you mean? Do they take a few years? Or do they put Battlefield on ice? Maybe. The thing is, what, is ice. what does DICE do then, right? Like... The, the their entire fun. development studio of hundreds of people is engineered around creating, and I, and I will say I haven't said this yet, but playing in a in a map of 128 players is really good. Like that's great because there's always there's always bad people, there's always great people. Like if if there's a helicopter hanging around one end of the map, you can just fuck off somewhere else and they won't be there. Like mm. the the scope of the game is really beneficial. Um, I don't know if they can put it on ice though. I don't know. I think it, I think that would be bad for Dice as the studio. Um, it might be the right move though. Battlefield Three came out after years of nothing from them. You know, people were oh well, that wasn't years of nothing, but there was there hadn't been a core Battlefield game. There had been bad company games, which were kind of spin-offs. Um, and then when Three came out, it kind of hit because it was like oh, I've been playing Battlefield Two for six years, and here it is. I don't know if they put it on ice. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if DICE would survive and then be able to scale up again if they did decide to bring it out of the freezer. Uh, what do you think? I was thinking not too long ago about the year EA are having. Okay. They so have, like they've got It Takes Two. Yeah, Battlefield. Uh-huh. The Mass Effect FIFA. Collection. Yeah, the sports games, the Mass Effect Collection, and, yep. uh, and a couple of seasons of Apex. Hmm. Not great for them. You know, no. like, look, look, they'll be fine. But, like, in terms of... A big year for them. This is like a this is a, a a nothing year for them almost. Yeah. Um, this battlefield has not launched to great success. Has now been put down by the release of Halo, which we'll get to to an extent. To an extent. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll cover that. Yeah. Like like we'll cover that, but like you know, Halo being free to play is really going to push people to not buy Battlefield. And Warzone being as popular as ever. Like, Call of Duty Vanguard, who cares? Like, I don't even know if Activision cares about Call of Duty Vanguard at this point. It's been such a... It's I been swear. such a non-existent blip under the radar. I don't even know when it came out, but it, it's out. I fucking... I, like, the day it came out, I saw people tweeting about it going, did you know that Call of Duty Vanguard came out today? And yeah. I don't know if I've seen a trailer for that one. I have. It was at the opening night live, right? Gamescom. And Laura Bailey was there and then right. Jeff was like, oh, you're in a Call of Duty game. And she's like, yeah, I've always wanted to be in a Call of Duty game. Yeah, right. Cool. Great. All right. Good for them. Um, <laughs> but uh, EA's year. EA's year is almost non-existent. Um, they don't have a Star Wars game this year. They had like Fallen Order on PS5. But yeah. like that's not really much. No. Um they don't have a Sims. No, they've had some expansions which sell, but you're right, it's no new Sims. The 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 big RPG companies are in 
in different states, in various states. There was no need for speeds. There was no, there wasn't much, right? Mm -hmm. It was like, it's like, hey, we, we ported the Mass Effect games. Hey, we like, you know, there's more scenes of Apex. That's doing well. Mm-hmm. And there's and the, the sports games and a battlefield. And battlefield, yeah. And battlefield um, has the potential to get up there. It has the potential oh, it, to it, do it. One hundred percent does. It totally, totally does. Like a battlefield event can be a battlefield launch can be an event. Mm. This one isn't. It was there was already so much tepidness around the game from the beta. Yeah, people going like, "It's okay. It's not." great it's okay you had i think similar feelings yep um and then it's just they haven't really it takes two is the other one that's sorry i keep forgetting about that that's the other one that came out this year that they released and which for Um, the scope of that particular game i think has been a terrific success maybe their biggest Maybe their biggest success this year. Um, Critically, at least. Because yeah, I'm sure, sure Apex is bringing in millions a day. And I'm sure yeah, FIFA totally. is still bringing it in hand over fist. Like And like they've got a lot of stuff on the horizon. They've got, you know, the next Dragon Age. They've got the next Mass Effect. Yep. They've got, uh, they're bringing back Dead Space. Um, yep. And Skate the- too. That's them, isn't it? Skate? I think it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Skate 4, Skate 3. Skate, skate four, skate new one, skate four, right? Yes, yeah, sk- yeah, skate four. Um, and they've got the boxing game that they announced the other day as well. Oh, so Fight Night, Fight Night, yeah, they're bringing back Fight Night. And also, we know that there's a new Star Wars game coming. We're pretty sure it's the second Fallen Order. Yeah, like Cal Kestis gets another mentor and then gets Weeds. Force Amnesia again. Yeah, and Darth Vader comes and just like you know makes that game feel crappy again. Um. They're in a weird spot. Yeah, they 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 keep running their franchises into the ground. Um, and their you know, studios, because let's yeah. not forget that Bioware <laughs> came out with Anthem and Andromeda. Those were their last two released games before the Legendary Collection this year. Mm-hmm. They're in. They're not in damage control, but they're reeling a bit. You know, they've they've yeah. missed. Like they need a hit. Like they really need a hit. Because if they don't, like people are gonna leave or or be fired. Shareholders, um, you yeah. know they already they already botched having exclusivity to the Star Wars license, mm-hmm. um, and like you know they have other franchises up their sleeves they can always go back to, but those are running out fast. You know, uh, Dead Space Three was not a very popular game. They're bringing they're you know they're rebooting Dead Space and bring you know re- bringing it back for sure. But, but that's going to be eighteen months minimum. Probably yeah, much like, longer. We might see that game at the end of next year, but we're not going to have it. Um, you know, they, like last time they did that to a franchise, it was Mass Effect. And the time before that, they did that to a franchise that was Mirror's Edge. And, you know, neither of those really did so well in their mm-hmm. most recent entries. Like they, they're not doing the best right now. Like I think, you know, we will see a Sims soon. A new one, and look, it doesn't matter if these those games review critically or not; they just sell. Like it doesn't fucking yeah. matter. Um, I don't know. It's really weird. They are, you know, and you know, all of this is probably subsidized by whatever mobile games they've got going on anyway. So like uh, that, that, that say, and like, like Ultimate Team, like they're not bleeding money, but they're bleeding, uh, they're, they're bleeding the consistently decent releases that they used to have. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, you know, the, all of the platforms, that that's what they've done. They've created a number of platforms that are sustaining them, right? Apex, like I said earlier, FIFA, 
um, Madden to a certain extent. Um, like all of their different platforms and their mobile games, their Sims mobile games and the Need for Speed mobile games, they'll every like they'll be bringing in money every day. Every day they'll be cashing checks for thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. But yeah, it's 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 a weird time. I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure what they can do because they they know they need a hit, but also they can't slow down. They're huge. They're too big to slow down. They're a fucking freight train. Yeah, right. Do you know what Grid Legends is? <laughs> no. Is it it's a, a game. mobile game? No, it's a... Well, no. The fuck is this? A, driving a game? Ra- oh, yeah, sorry. It's Codemasters. Right, okay. It's Grid, the the, yeah. the racing game, because they bought Codemasters last year. That makes sense. Um, okay. Or this year even. It was recently. Right, that's why I didn't pick it up. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the games that came out. It's like, remember Knockout City? Um, that came out this year. Um, a Switch version of PVZ... Battle for Neighborville, Ugh. F1 2021, Madden, Lost in Random, which I forgot. That was their original this year. Oh, right. Well, uh, that takes two. Uh, that's not a... Is that under the same banner now? It's just I don't know if light. it's... Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then it's stuff that came out last year. Like stuff, you know, wonderful hits like Rocket Arena <laughs> and, and Star Wars Squadrons. You know, stuff that really like lit the world on fire. I remember the that Need game for Speed Hot Pursuit Remaster. And I saw that game like when we were stocking it at work. I'm like, what is this game? And then like within a week, it was selling for $5 or like $25 yeah. or something. Yeah. Just an absolute waste. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't tell. But it's a, it's a good point, you know, kind of zooming out and seeing the, the, the field like that. It's, um, it doesn't look it just, great for them, does it? It just gets worse and worse the further I go down. We've got Burnout <laughs> Paradise Remastered, which was, you know, like that was a good game. But before that, it's like they had A Way Out, which was, which was quite popular. They had the second Unraveled, which is not nearly as popular as the first. Sims expansions, Madden games, NHL, FIFA, Sims expansions, Battlefield 5, which wasn't, you know, it's, it's not quite loved. Yeah. Command and Conquer Rivals, the mobile game. Um, War Friends. That's a mobile game. <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda, Sims Expansions, Need for Speed Payback. Do you remember that one? No. The Battlefield no. 2 launch. You the Need for Anthem. Speed shorted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> like just so much. And then like the last game that people truly loved they made was Titanfall 2. Yeah. Which they buried under Battlefield 1. <laughs> yes. They've been having. They've had some stinkers. Yeah, I Fallen Order did well enough. That was in that in 2019, which was full of like yeah. you know that was Control, Sekiro, Fallen Order. That was that like no slam dunk hits, but a lot of good heavy hitters. It's yeah. kind of just it's just respawn at the moment. They're the only I know that I, that's that the I, thing. It's respawn. Yeah, Titanfall is, Two, Apex, Star Wars, Fallen Order. Yeah, right. And like you know, one out of three is good. Fucking shut up! No, <laughs> shut look, it's like up. they, like all three of those games, did pretty well for themselves. Yes, it's so wild. Yeah. Oh well. Hopefully they. Hopefully. Hopefully respawn can either get out from under the thumb of EA before the ship goes down, or they just get control of the ship. But it seems like respawn's the only thing keeping that company afloat in terms of critical and commercial releases. Yeah. Right. Well, speaking of wild releases. Yeah, well, you know how Battlefield is meant to come out at the end of this week and, like, it's got this soft release and it was going to get a bit of, like, 
good press if people enjoyed it and then maybe people are going to pick it up. What happened on Tuesday for us, Monday for the rest of the world, Jeremy? Uh, they uh, released the beta, which they hadn't announced prior to the Rem releasing the beta for the Halo Infinite multiplayer. Which is just going to run straight into the release of the game. Yeah, they've yeah yeah they've they've just released the game as is 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 basically what it is. Um, th- th- and you know at this point the launch doesn't mean anything because it's a free to play game. So it's like it's th- the game is like this is not a beta. This is the game is out where we're releasing it early. Yeah, and it's before how- the day one patch, but it's out. <laughs> yeah, it. I I don't know how I feel about it. Um, because it's. <sighs> It's a free-to-play game, so it's like, you know, there's no barrier to entry. There's no cost associated with it. But mm-hmm. they are charging for microtransactions and metal passes. Um, and the progression is currently fucked. So, like, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it is really weird that they are charging for something that is unfinished. And, you know, w- when a game... <laughs> oh, man, you are, you are conflicted. Look at you. It, very conflicted. Very, very conflicted. Because this, this, is a, this is like a thing that I hate. This is the thing that I hate. This is the this is PUBG being in early access and then one day just announcing that they're in one point Oh, you do hate that. That has been well documented. That is yeah. the thing that you hate. Yes, I, I hate that because at that point, what the fuck is the difference? Um, this is them. No, this game is out. This is the thing that they. This is a product they are selling to people. This is not. Uh, this is not it's a, a free to play product that they're selling microtransactions through. Yes, nothing. Nothing is being added to this game between now and, and full release. Yeah, except patches. Yeah, yeah, like, yes, but between now and 1.0. No, it is, it is, uh, they are uh, beta testing on, like, the public, but, like, I don't know how much meaningful feedback they don't already have that they can get from this test to, then to make them realize, oh, we got to change this. Like, they know, they surely knew prior to them launching this that like, hey, the progression is really fucked at the moment. So, okay, so the progression of this game. When you play a game of Halo Infinite and you finish the game, you have a bunch of challenges which then give you uh, experience points, 100 experience points, or 200, depending on the challenge, if it's a daily or a weekly. Those And it's 1,000 to level up, or does that change as you go? I don't know. So I played <laughs> 79 minutes of this game. I, I played maybe about 10, 11 matches. Uh, I got to level one. You start on level zero. Oh. I've never, never, never seen a game that starts on level zero. Because you, if you do really well in a match, but you don't complete their very specific challenges, you do not get any EXP, mm-hmm. which is very bad. I don't know why the fuck they did that. I don't know who the fuck thought of that. That doesn't make any sense. What game does that? And it's interesting, right? Because when there were... There was criticism about this in articles and stuff like that and write-ups, I'd say about a month ago. Yeah, People saying, the, hey, this, this is, is only in challenges. How am I going to level up? From the technical tests, it's the exact same um, scenario. Yeah. You level three, up four, by three, And they had their justifications. They came through and they're like, oh, you know, this is something that's meant to be played over a number of days and weeks. And, you know, if you buy the battle pass, you know, it doesn't expire. So you can come back and keep leveling up the the thing and they had all of their justifications but it still takes far too long to do anything in this game right now like it sucks it, it it's it's like actually very bad um and, and, look, and the and it, that, that's an opinion that and sorry i i keep jumping in sorry no Jeremy. that's fine um, that's fine but it's it's an opinion that i have not seen i've i've never seen a negative opinion on a game that is being positively received be echoed so unanimously across all levels of discourse before like 
Yeah. Didn't matter who it was who was playing the game yesterday. They were all saying, wow, the progression sucks. This sucks, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. No one likes it. <laughs> like, I didn't see anybody defending it. Yeah, which which is really like, it's not strange that no one's defending it because no one should be, but it's really strange that it's gone to this point. And yes. if this is bad, people inside of 343 must know this. If this is not a new thing. They were told this in technical tests. I'm sure people inside of three, four, three are going like, "I don't, I don't feel like I'm making a whole lot of progress right now." So, so then why, why release the game shadow dropped early? Which, by the way, as far as I can tell from people who are like more in the know than we are, people like Jeff Grubb and stuff, like this was this was not a confirmed thing until like the eleventh hour, like that they yeah, were until like late last week. They were like hitting. They were hitting some walls that people were like, it's going to happen. And then two hours later, everyone's saying it actually might not happen. And then an hour after that, everyone's like, okay, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. And that's because they were overcoming some obstacles like on the fly, right? Like mm. Sunday night, um, which is why there was no lead up to it because they weren't sure if they were going to commit to it or not. So why did they commit to it and it feels bad? Because all it, it doesn't give me anything that like... I'm not making that progress, right? Like I'm not I think having I, the fun part. I think I have an answer to that. I think they know. I think they just I th- there's there's a reason they built it like this because they they're not stupid. They've been testing multiplayer progression and all sorts of stuff through the Master Chief Collection for years now. And quite it's so much better in that. It's so much better in the Master Chief. Collection. It is better in that, and 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 they've they've actively steered away from it. They 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 knew when they said. We're getting. We're going to have a free-to-play Halo multiplayer experience. That they were starting to compare themselves to Warzone, to Apex, to other free-to-play uh, competitors in the in the space. And as soon as you start doing that, you have to start looking at their progression systems. Great, they've got a battle pass just like the others. That makes sense, right? That's a modern thing to do, just like Fortnite, right? But in all of those games, you get something for just. It's not about having a, part- a, a participation medal, but it's about having feedback. For time played, for, you know, number of kills, damage done, or placement in a match. Like, all of that stuff needs to matter, because otherwise it, it trivializes it. Yeah, and, and like, Brian Jarrett on, on, on Twitter, the community director for 343, he, he, he did say, thank you to everyone who has jumped onto the Halo Infinite beta so far. For your information, the team is looking at battle pass progression and gathering data from yesterday's sessions, and we will, and will share updates as we have them. Please continue to share feedback and raise flags as you see them, um, and then talk about bug reports and where to submit all that stuff, right? And so it's like, it's like um, that's immediately damage control yeah. to an extent. It's like, no, 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 like we are listening, like we hear you, and like we're working on it. And I know this is a beta, but it just sort of doesn't feel quite right. Like this doesn't feel like a game that's, you know, going to be shaped by the community at this point. No, this, no, feels this like is how it would re- have released in three weeks. I like, I guess, right? Because this isn't like a thing that, um, it's not like they haven't implemented the experience like model yet. Like they have this, they've had that for they have had, they've had experience in many of their games at this point, right? Like it, it's been around. It's not, it's not a thing that you implement at the last moment, mm-hmm. especially not when you have a year delay. Um, so this was like a test to see what they could get away with, I guess. And Maybe. then, and then like this, this soft launch is them being like, Oh, the actual launch of halo. Everybody loved it. I guess. I don't know. It feels kind of crappy. And 
it's a shame because the game itself I think is quite good. Um, I played a lot of matches. I played, you know, uh, close to two hours in one playing session. Um, it's fun. It's, you know, it's a new Halo game. Jeremy, can I just say, the game starts on my computer. Oh, they fixed it. This is a big moment for me. <laughs> After having two hours of playtime spent in the in the beta build, according to my Steam tracker, now the game actually launches for me. So, um, yeah. No, it is, it is fun to play. And it's interesting, right, because... Uh, I mean, like like I said, right? This is the progression system is how it was going to have launched in two or three weeks, whenever the game's releases, the December eighth, right? Like that's what this is how it would have been, but because the only part of the game that's released right now is the free to play multiplayer, even if there was a negative of that, if the single player was being received positively, that would have been a smaller proportion of people's experience. It would have been like, oh, it's a shame about that in the multiplayer, but it is fun to play. And then when I go to the single player and it's this, 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 and this, and Master Chief something, something, blow up the covenant, blah, blah, blah. Like it's a, it's an asterisk or it's a, it's one part of half of a sentence instead of being two sentences or two paragraphs of an entire review, because all you've got is half of the game. All of a sudden this, this fundamental part of the, of the experience for the multiplayer becomes quite well, it be, it, the, the floor becomes larger. It becomes yeah. proportionally larger. Like the way I've played Halo games in the past is like, I would decide if I want to do multiplayer or campaign first. Usually it's multiplayer. I'll jump in day one, play a bunch of multiplayer. I'm getting a little bit of tired multiplayer. I'm going to jump into the campaign, do a bunch of the campaign and just go back and forth, you know, check out Firefight, Forge, whatever, et cetera, whatever the, the version of the game is. This is like I want to play Halo multiplayer until I don't want to play it anymore. Um, and that that time gets shortened when you feel like your time is not being accurately, well, like not, not being appropriately. Like yeah. Um, and because every even, time you finish a match, you see those challenges, and it's like, oh, you didn't capture a flag this match. And it's like, no, because I was playing domination. What do you want from me? Yeah, right. And it's it's not even like you know, it's not even playlist specific. It's like challenge specific. And so, you know, I'm sitting there like busting my ass, really trying to capture the flag, and then when I get killed, when I'm five feet away from the the flag capture point, holding it, that sucks so much more because I know I didn't get the challenge it's it's not even be that I didn't get to capture the flag at that point I don't care about capturing the flag at that point it's I care about doing it so I can get the challenge done and then I can feel like I can play the game a little bit more naturally um and then when I, I when I turn off my like you know stop caring about the numbers brain then I feel like I'm like I'm standing still interesting because because I'm playing these games and I'm not getting any reward at all because I haven't blown up a warthog because I've been playing you know close quarters uh, slayer <laughs> or I'm, you know, uh, I'm not, I don't know, getting a sticky on a mongoose or whatever, because once yeah. again, I'm playing close quarter Slayer. <laughs> so it's, it's very weird. Um, also, like they're selling the battle pass and I copped it and I immediately went, oh, I fucking shouldn't have done that. What a waste of fucking money that was. And they're selling two versions of the battle pass. One of them's like a premium version, which comes with like, 25 levels which is a right. fucking lot when you think about how long it takes say, you to get one fucking level. That's not like eight or 10 hours of progression. That's like 25 hours of progression. <laughs> and they give you like, they give them to you in hundred XP boosts 
and you have to keep using them over and over again. They don't give you the 25 levels. As far as I'm aware, they don't give you the 25 levels like out the gate. They just give you the- What? They, they give you an amount of boosts to give you and then you got to use them. I don't know how quickly they are to use. Goodness. That's bad. I don't know. Yeah, not good. And so, like, at some point, you just got to treat this like the launch of the game. If for this component of it, absolutely. It is. The campaign just, isn't out yet, but we're not. But so we're not talking about it. But yeah, like the multiplayer is te- out. The technical tests were proper technical tests. You could see bugs. Mm-hmm. They fixed a lot of them. I yeah. haven't really encountered any major bugs that that I can remember. And so like, if they said this was a beta. If they said this was a beta and uh, didn't turn on the progression yet and uh, maybe didn't include all the maps or all the modes, like yeah, maybe Big like- Team Battle wasn't in there, but it was it was more open than the previous test where it's open 24-7 multiplayer and so it's definitely a beta, not quite full release. But this is just yeah. like they've called it a beta. It is the full release and we're seeing we're seeing it warts and all. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's- you know, like I, I hate it when you can spend money on a game before it's finished. Aside from copying into early access, for example, like when there are microtransactions in a game that isn't like released yet, like it's I, it's not a thing that I really feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in you know in Steam early access, because you know games can just fall out of that and say like, hey, we got as far as we could, but we ran out of money. And then you've put extra money into something. Like, and, you know, like it's entirely up to you how much you put into a game. But when they build, you know, systems around it that are like, you know, predatory is the harsh word. Encouraging is, is, the, is, a, is a more lenient word. Yeah. Uh, you know, when they put pressure on you to, to, to spend some money to get to, the, to get to the numbers that make your brain feel good faster, you want to do that. Yeah. I did it immediately before I realized how slow the progression was. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't, but I didn't get a chance to play it immediately. Um, and so, and hearing everyone's unanimous yeah. <laughs> disapproval, it's uh, it's not particularly appealing right now. Yeah. It's it's very and, disappointing. <laughs> and you know what? The game itself is like, is quite solid. Um, the shooting is good. Like it's, it's the technical test game, like just, you know, with just a little bit cleaner. Um, yep. And more maps. Yeah, more maps. I, f- I, f- I feel like the, the specifically the sound I feel like is coming together a lot a lot nicer, um, as well as the balancing I found has been a lot friendlier too. Um, weapons are a bit more like uh, either put in better positions or the there are more, more variety of weapons are spawning that like it's not just like hey I'm getting the same gun from the game from the same spot all the time. It's like there's enough variety in the placement of the weapons that like right. I can I can pick and choose. The, um, the shooting feel is great as well. Like it feels good, great yeah. to shoot an enemy. The, the way the hit markers work and the way it makes their own shields flash. I think that the feedback you get in this game is fantastic. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm 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 enjoying my time with it. Mm. Um, I would like my time to be enjoyed in it. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I'm. It's it's been such a blowback that they're no doubt gonna gonna fix it. They're gonna roll things back, but. Yeah, it's just been wild how poorly it, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Because, like I said, of how big this problem is in proportion to how much of the game has been released. Um, yeah. That said, we do need to talk about what this does. Like, there was such a a fervor this weekend as everyone was... There was just breadcrumbs leaking out from Xbox the entire weekend. It's like, is it mm. going to happen? It's not going to happen. Like you were saying, where it was that sort of, it is, it isn't. 
they literally thought it would or it wouldn't like it was changing every every minute um but the surprise release on monday tuesday absolutely takes the knees out from battlefield because the only reason i could play it this week early is because i had game pass and if i've got game pass i'm an xbox i'm someone in the xbox ecosystem right which means i'm interested in halo which means all of a sudden, this game that I've played that I'm like, oh, I'm not so sure about, oh, it feels a bit content light, feels a bit like the, oh, Halo? Halo. Good one? New one? Ooh. I'm like, very it, curious it, to know the percentage of people who are playing Halo Infinite right now who are also not Xbox Game Pass subscribers. Yeah, that would be fascinating. Um, Love to know that breakdown. Like, I wonder how much, how many more people they are actually being able to, like, do, like, uh, how, how many more people are playing it be- and wouldn't already because they already have Game Pass? Yeah. Um, and it's it's funky, right? Because you have to have uh, Xbox Live Gold to play online. Um, but a lot of people just cop that. A lot of people just have it. Yeah, I, I fucking cop it even. What, still? Yeah. When was the last time you played a game online on your Xbox? I play Tetris a lot. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Tetris effect. It's the uh, if you go on uh, Metacritic right now and look at the top game that came out this year on Xbox or PS5 or whatever, it's Tetris effect connected mm-hmm. on Xbox. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know what? Fucking deserves it. They're right. They're yeah. right. They're right. Uh, the king's on um, top. I just can't believe they've kneecapped EA like this. Like, what does this do for? The EA Play when you get battle pass when you get battle pass when you get Game Pass arrangement like because EA is not going to be happy with Microsoft. So I like they would have been brought into that conversation. They one hundred percent would have been brought into that conversation. This was not a this was not a thing that they dropped on EA as if they wouldn't have had a heads up. Um, it's still not going to be something that EA is going to like. Like it's still not going. It's it's not good for EA. It's not good for Battlefield. Like, the only thing that Battlefield had going for it right now is that there was nothing quite like it. You know, Vanguard's doing whatever. But in terms of FPS releases in this summer, which is quite full right now, they had their own little window. They, they had their own little chunk of November. And now I that's gone. I don't, I don't think it was enough. I don't think that the reception that Battlefield was getting was enough for that window to make any real major difference for anything. I don't think anybody that was thinking about getting battlefield honestly didn't get it as, as, as someone who is not a battlefield person really at all like hearing anything less than stellar things is not going to make me go near those games at the moment yeah and that's fair enough and it's like that for the general population as well i would say um yeah but you know i'm someone who's keen to play a good battlefield and i've been hesitant and it's the kind of thing where it's like i i don't have that much spare time right now and if free-to-play halos dropped this week and my friends, that's what my friends are playing this weekend. And they, they are getting Battlefield. They're not going to play it with me. What am I going to mm. be playing? I'm going to be playing Halo. Like whether or not Battlefield had made that their little pocket of November happen and whether or not it would have meant good things for them or not, whether they had that time to themselves, they just don't have that chance anymore. Like the, like there's not even a shadow of a, cha- of a doubt that like they have this time to themselves. Well, like I, I think, I think they had, I think their chance was that, that 10 hour trial you get for the game via Xbox, via EA play. Yeah. Because what could be, what is the, what is the, what is the greatest test of your game other than to give it to people? And 
say, like, here's 10 hours of it. Yeah. Do you then want to spend $80 on it? Because if the answer is yes, then they could have dropped Halo and Battlefield still would have done very, very well. But I reckon what they did is they looked at the numbers that they were getting. They looked at the purchase through rate after the 10-hour trial or via the 10-hour trial and then saw not a whole lot of return and then went, let's just do it at this point. It doesn't even matter. Um, uh, if, if they had that much agency in the decision. No, no, sorry. I mean, as in like Microsoft looked oh, at Microsoft, that. Microsoft, right. Yeah, Microsoft looked at that and went like, look, to EA, it's not going to like, you know, whatever extra stuff they were going to get is really not going to be a whole lot of like a whole lot of difference to them. Interesting. That is, that is, that, that is my, my theory. Mm-hmm. Um, does Battlefield have a game, have a battle pass? No. Right. Yeah. No, okay. it has in-game progression that you don't have to buy. You just have to buy the game. <laughs> right. Yeah. We are not going to see a battlefield for a while. Ah, oh, man. That's so, that's so sad because when those games hit, man, they're so special. Mm. Like, they really do something that I don't think any other shooter space you see. I always found, you know, when I went, when I said, oh, 10 years ago, Halo Reach, Battlefield 3. But when Battlefield 3 came out, so many videos, so many topics, so many articles and and podcast discussions of, oh, is this going to be the Call of Duty killer? And every time I saw that, I'm like, that's a, it's, it's irrelevant. They're not the same games. They're both shooters yeah. and they're both going to take slices from that same audience, but they're not the same. Call of Duty is for boys and Battlefield is for men. Exactly. Jeremy gets that's, it. That's what they used to say. Testosterone it- and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, it. I don't know if that space exists anymore because now they're copying uh, game modes that are not Battlefield. That's true. Now, you know, if you like, if you want the better version of the things that they're offering, it's you go to those versions, which is Battle Royale Tarkov games and, and yeah. Tarkov. Except for their standard conquest modes that are 128 players, which honestly, Armor. like I said, like Armor. this is the best version. What? Armor. Armor. Yeah, sure. Mag. Um, mag. Yeah. Mag bring on back, the PS3. Bring back fucking mag, dog. <laughs> 256 players on a server. No, Massive like, action game. That's right. I always forget that's why, why it's called. Yeah, that. that's why it's called MAG. It was Massive Action Game as a fucking acronym. That's so baller. <laughs> but the thing is, right, that they're, they're still the best at what they do in that large player number, huge open space kind of being a part of a gigantic team and trying to sway the the the, the, the field of battle. And, you know, I, I, I think there's a space for them in the free-to-play zone if they did do that, and they could go... Uh, no, I don't know how the progression works because it, it's it's fun in Battlefield playing through all the guns and unlocking them as you use them more. Like, I could see why they're at odds, right? Why they why they potentially went with this premium, old-school, you know, full-price game model when they could have gone free-to-play or something like that. Like, I I understand what the pull and the draw and the, the, the tension is there. Um, I think they could make it work, though. I'm reminded of Planetside 2. As Battlefield gets bigger... You know, Planetside had like a thousand players and, and Battlefield content creators played Planetside back when that yeah. came out. And it was like, oh, this is a very similar feel. It's free to play though. So that's that's interesting. I didn't really vibe with it. It had a lot of weird mechanics. Yeah, But like a Battlefield lot of could mechanics. do something similar to that as it gets larger, right? And then you get what is fundamental to a Battlefield game. Like I've said of, like a couple of times today and a bunch of times in the past, you need a player base for a Battlefield game. Battlefield is nothing without its large servers. 
and you can't fall large you can't play on large servers if you don't have the players to fill it so i don't know maybe this just needed another year maybe this just needed to come out not in a year with halo and to their credit halo was meant to come out last year <laughs> apparently yeah yeah right Fucking yeah, I don't know. State that game would have come out if it came out last year. I, I can't even fathom yeah, what right. that game would have been like. Like I just assume it would have been a gray box. Like what yeah, would we right? have gotten last year? I have no idea. And how did it get to the point where they had a release date for it? Right. Um, Baffling. So what you're saying is that Battlefield is in dire need of a Naruto Shippuden crossover event. Yes. Give me Naruto, Dragon Ball. I need a. I need Thanos driving the Thanos Thanos chopper with two miniguns out the side, and I'll be there as the engineer with my blowtorch, just torching the side of the helicopter to repair it. Yeah, and It'll Thanos looks directly at the camera and goes, "Revolution!" <laughs> it snaps his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What a weird week. Just so many, so many dynamics playing out in terms of. I don't know what what like what we're seeing, Jeremy, is not just uh, like triple A monolith first person shooter franchises going head to head in a way we haven't seen in years, but we're also seeing the blossoming of Xbox Game Studios releasing stuff. <laughs> Finally, yeah, yeah, you two know what I mean. Titles. You turn on uh, Halo, and you're met with that. Xbox Game Studios, you met with the, the the choir singing the Halo theme and it comes and it says three, four industries and it's zooming across the map, zooming across the Halo. And I'm like, oh, this is giving me that PlayStation Studios intro vibe as as like it's kind of what they're going for. You yeah, know, the like they're introducing something special. Fucking, Ex- exactly. Yeah. And this is the thing they've been they've been building towards. Uh, yeah. any kind of year like this where they've got a couple of releases at once. Don't forget they've had Psychonauts a few months prior, which is also quite positive for them. Age of Empires was a month ago, less. F- Flight like, Sim. Flight Sim. It's finally starting to happen for them. You know, it might be a little while before it happens again, but they're starting to get lift off. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, next year is the beginning of the of the fruits of the Bethesda acquisition as well, right? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's... It's they have played the longest game, and if it was anyone other than Microsoft, they would have yeah. pulled out by now. I'm glad Sony that they couldn't didn't. have couldn't have done that. They don't have the they don't have the the rest of the like like <laughs> PlayStation's keeping Sony afloat. So if Sony had a bad yeah. time, they couldn't have they couldn't have like <laughs> tanked a whole generation in order to to build the foundation for something to yeah. last another thirty years. Every every year, Sony put together like a financial, um, like where the money comes in and where the money goes out. It, then there's there's two pie charts. There's the money comes in from PlayStation and Spider Man, and the money goes out, and it's just a big gray circle, which is a hundred percent. And it just wrote wrote the word everything else. They just write Xperia. <laughs> yeah, Xperia cameras, uh, TVs. Th- fucking everything yeah yeah oh dear i don't really i don't know how to end this podcast because i'm kind of I, I i'm thinking about everything we just spoke about i'm like this is a this is a big week in games like this is a kind of week i don't think i'm gonna forget for a while like pokemon's in two days pokemon's in two days jeremy it's so well, that, strange that, like that's next week yeah i guess 
In, in the same way that I, you know, we we spoke about Titanfall 2 coming out and it getting buried in Battlefield 1, it like that is the same way I'm going to be thinking of this week in games, you know, in that these these games came out together and it meant X for this franchise, X for this publisher. Like it's, there are ramifications to the, to the things that have happened this week that we aren't going to see for months yet. Just, just wait till February. Oh my God. Oh my God. Just, just wait till February. Just wait till February. Elden Ring! One of the contenders has already bowed out earlier today. I don't know if you saw. Sorry? One of, the, one of the February contenders has already bowed out. Oh, who was it? Uh, Saints Row got pushed back six months. Six months! Wow. Yeah, I'm kind of not surprised and I'm no, no, very glad. No. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone's surprised. Um, yeah. That's good. We need, we need space. <laughs> yeah. We need time. Yeah. Uh, and clearly they do too. Well, everyone, thank you for coming through this episode with us. Uh, if you're what, curious about the ramifications of this week in games on the landscape of games for the rest of the year and the year go- years going forward, uh, you should listen to more episodes of the Minimap Cast. You can do that when we release one every week. Uh, if you want to know when we release one, you can uh, follow us on your podcast service of choice or you can check out minimap.com.au where all of the releases go. You can also go to Twitter uh, every week, you know, we post when a new one goes up with a little clip out, little teaser for you last week was all about the animals that Jeremy killed in, in his zoo. <laughs> Quite a good episode. I recommend you go back and watch it if you haven't already. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> it says they died peacefully of old age at the ripe old age of 23 days. Yeah, 26 days. And then I Googled how long a rabbit's supposed to last. And it's like eight, five to eight to 10 years. Yeah. So yeah, like... So- someone's lying to you someone's protecting you it's probably google probably google you're right uh so yeah you can go to twitter the minimap account there is at minimap au uh we're both there individually as well it's at kj palmer underscore 24 for me uh jeremy what's your twitter uh at ob1 jez and uh that's about it oh and if you wanted to support us you can rate the shows positively on your podcast service of choice or go to patreon.com slash minimap au if you wanted to support us uh in that way that would be uh much appreciated no obligation we'll be here for you anyway but if it's something you you want to do and you are able uh that option's there for you um man jeremy you want to play some halo yes all right we're gonna go everybody thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time 